0: We say Today is Purim Katan. Parsha Kitisa. We wanted to say a few of the practical mitzvot. Um, the forty-second, according to Rabbi Stern's count, the forty-second practical mitzvah of the Torah, believe it or not, is in this week's parsha. It says Mitzvot Lo ta'aseh, shelo la'asot Shemen shemen Amishka. We know this week's parsha is a beautiful thing. God anoints the kohanim. The kohanim all get anointed with that glorious oil that Moshe Mm -hmm. had. Um, We are not allowed to replicate any of the items located for our personal use that are in the holy temple, uh, which is going to be the imherabi amenu with the coming of Mashiach. Coming soon. So, therefore, there's this um, all the Jewish kings from Yehuda are anointed. The Kohanim Gadol. That's what Mashiach means, by the way, the anointed one. So, that special oil that Moshe Rabbeinu had created, we cannot replicate to, uh, you know, anoint and use it for personal um, reasons. Because we know some things have to be special. Just for Hashem. This week's parasha in chapter 30, Pasuk 32, Lev. It says, Mm -hmm. It says, it's forbidden to make anything like that oil for ourselves. Mm The Gemara in Kritut, page 5 says, only if you're going to use it. To anoint yourself is it forbidden to make this special recipe of oil that Moshe used to anoint the Kohenim and the, the Kohenim Gedolim? But if you just want to learn how to do it for the to see the mitzvah of learning Talmud Torah, right? You want to see what Moshe Rabbeinu da, did, then that, that would not be permitted, uh, prohibited. Same thing Keter. There's eleven spices. Baruch Hashem Shasanu Every day, we, our tefillah goes like a rocket ship straight to Hashem. Because uh, the Zohar says when we read the Keteret, we bring this. It's like neshalema parim safateno. The Zohar says there's out of. Uh, it's so heartbreaking that people come late to davening. They don't say the Keteret. I was in another shul. People wanted to skip it. Just have one person come a little bit five minutes early. And st- we're not Ashkenazi. We ne- we started what Keteret, and it's the most. Desirable and glorious and precious of all the offerings, you know, that we bring is the ketoret. But to make, replicate those 11 spices and then pr- bring it for your wife or your, uh, if you host the governor <laughs> or mayor, that's, that's forbidden. Um, again, if one mixed the 11 spices but didn't burn them and he just wanted to do it to learn what, what they were, like one of them is cinnamon. Kidamon then he has not transgressed the commandment. But basically, I don't know if you guys were here last week. On Sunday we had an 8 o'clock meeting and I said, we're not allowed to make a seven-branch menorah either. So we had this problem in the big synagogue. People didn't know. Uh, the, a that we that we light on Hanukkah is eight branches. We don't light a menorah technically on Hanukkah, right? Everything that you see in the temple... We cannot replicate by exact dimension. And menorah, it's even more strict, that even we're we're not allowed to buy. So if you go to Israel, or any one of these things, I don't know why anybody would buy anything in the Arab Shuk, but if they sell you a seven-branch menorah, um, do not buy that. Because that's, again, same idea, that's holy for Hashem. Okay, next mitzvah, we're anyways waiting for the 10th person, it says, mitzvah ta'aseh l'achol It's one of the 43rd practical commandment of the Torah that we could keep even today, is we're forbidden to eat and drink any offering for the um, idol. So therefore, if somebody in front of a Buddha put a nice fancy, expensive, juicy golden mango... And you come and hijack it because you're hungry. Sometimes you know you have a hard day at work, eight you put a eight good, nine, ten hours, and you see a juicy mango, but that's kind of like takruvet avodah You understand? And this is the same reason we're forbidden to have any grape product, including cognac. I don't know how people don't know this, but unfortunately in Tehran we had a lot of lack of halakhic knowledge. Any grape product, from grape juice to cognac, has to be OU, has to be kosher. So why on Passover they would bring me cognac that's not kosher? Actually, uh, a a real estate broker just gave me some very $200 bottle of champagne. It's not only forbidden to eat, it's forbidden to have benefit. It's Isur Bahana'ah, like Hametz on Pesach. So I had to just throw it into the alley, throw it into the garbage. So, because we're not allowed to derive any benefit from anything connected, uh, parenthetically, it's important to know. Some people make a big mistake. If your company's making a holiday Christmas party in the corporate world, it's forbidden to go to that. If they call it just a holiday party, but if it's like the owner of the company's Christian, because I had this thing, like this guy could have, he was a real estate broker, he was selling apartment buildings, and they said, if you come to our holiday party, We'll give you like a hundred million dollar deal, fifty million dollars. The holiday party was for Christians, by Christians. They were, these people were like Jews for Jesus. They were trying to convert him. We're not allowed to have any connection to what? Idol worship. So therefore, we're not allowed, to, for that reason, any wine that is made by a non-Jew has this decree of what? Nesech, that it was possibly they they had poured it in intent as a offering to what the uh, pagan god and Christianity is considered in Jewish law. Avoid the Zara. in Iran. There was so machmir <laughs> the benishchai brings <laughs> that uh, in Iran even if a god looked at the wine they wouldn't. <laughs> They would they wouldn't eat it. So therefore, nowadays it's technically at nine yayin nesech because nowadays they really the goyim don't do that. But still, mid rabbanan the chachamim aser. It's called stam yinam. It's forbidden not only to drink it, but you can't even have benefit from mid rabbanan. But no, but but nowadays, by the way, ninety nine percent of the wines and grape juices for this reason are past are pasteurized. Once they're pasteurized, the non-Jews would never... It, it was uh, it was considered... One second. It was considered to... It was considered like a second class wine that was pasteurized. Wine that was cooked. So therefore, if you go to a wedding and you see bartenders serving like expensive wines, 99% of the wines of the market today are pasteurized for the same reason that they shouldn't be... Uh, you have to be careful though The the kedem, one and a half liter ones That are in a glass bottle Those are not Mebushal, Mebushal. And those, if you have uh, Now the problem is somebody that doesn't keep Shabbat It goes into the problem Mebushal. that his yain may, be, yain, ya'in may be Ya'in may be Ya'in So therefore If you have non-observant uh, People at your Shabbat table It's better to use the Regular pasteurized Mebushal Grape juice. Hashem should help us to only be connected to holiness and stay far, far away from any type of avodah zarah. Amen, amen.